This is the Danger Close Podcast. Beyond the Books with me, Jack Carr. Welcome to the Danger Close Podcast, an Ironclad original presented by Six Sour. I can't believe it is already time for the October video update. And there's so much going on. It's been crazy. Obviously, a crazy year thus far, 2021. Uh, the Terminal List Amazon series. Oh, when is that coming out? I'll never tell. Well, I'll tell you when Amazon says I can, but uh, right now, still classified. Top secret stuff. But uh, eight episodes, and I've seen them all. Could not be more fired up about it. Uh, are there differences between the book and the series starring Chris Pratt? Yes, there are. But uh, that is natural. You're telling a story in a different way, telling it through a visual medium rather than on the written page, obviously, but uh, could not be more thrilled. We're deep into the edits right now, and I get to watch those episodes and make my notes on those different uh, versions, a director's cut, a producer's cut, or an editor's cut, all those things, and uh, and send those back in as we work to refine and uh, and get them to be the best they can possibly be. So super fired up about that. True Believers out in trade paperback. That's my favorite version of the novels. And The Devil's Hand comes out in paperback on November 30th with a sneak peek at In the Blood. So that'll be very cool to get that out there as well. All right. What else is happening here? You know what? Let's do some negative reviews. Uh, and I don't encourage people who work in the creative space to spend too much time uh, reading negative reviews about their uh, particular subject matter, uh, whether that's painting, sculpting, writing, acting, whatever it may be. Uh, probably not too healthy to spend an inordinate, an inordinate amount of time in those reviews, but it's kind of fun to read some every now and again. So I'm going to read some of those now. Okay, this one right here, uh, this is for the terminal list. Here we go. And it says, John Reese, well, it's James Reese, and you spelled Reese wrong, but regardless. John Reese of the terminal list is nowhere near as interesting, nuanced, or even sympathetic as his peers. Reese's reaction to his wife and child's murder is laughable. Oh, wasn't going for that. He barely grieves. And no, his murder rampage does not count as emotional grief. Well, I'm sure there are books out there where someone's wife and child are killed and you spend the next 115, 120,000 words with him just moping about and doing nothing. So uh, those may exist. I don't have any recommendations for you on that front, but uh, good luck with your search. Additionally, the author's insistence as portraying liberals as evil and corrupt really ruined the story for me. Well, lucky for you, you can hop ahead to the devil's hand and you will find some Republican bad guys in there. Yep. I'm currently about halfway through and I think I'm going to do something I almost never do. Give up on a book. Never mind. Uh, don't read any more books. Uh, I don't think we could be friends. No, just kidding. It's a, it's a, it's all right. This just isn't for you. Uh, here we go. Here's another one. Different, uh, different person here. Bit reluctant to purchase the novel because from what I glimpsed, the story sounds all too patriotic. What country are you writing this from? Hmm. The fact that the author glorifies sniper rifles on his personal website doesn't do much to contradict 
that perception. Well, it's a professional website and it's at officialjetcar.com. If you want to go and check that out, go to the blogs. And I think the sniper ones are way down there from when I first launched the website. So you can go check that out if you want to know what sniper rifles I used in the military downrange. Uh, check it out, but not this person, obviously. Okay, here's another one. Looks like in the author's mind, there is a cabal of high-ranking Democrats in the Pentagon working to on destroying the U.S. military. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. Oh, this is a long one. So this, someone put some thought into this. So let's see. Let's see what he has to say. Did not finish with extreme prejudice after 49%. All right. Uh, yeah, stars for creativity on that one. Love it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think there's a limit on how much stupidity and boredom one man can take. I reached mine. Well, that's not very nice. All right. But hey, you only have so much time on this planet, so maybe there's something to be said for quitting early. Let's see. Let's be honest here. There is no plot. Don't tell Amazon Prime Video. They just invested a lot of money in these eight episodes with Chris Pratt. So I won't say anything if you don't. All right. Furthermore, there is too much technical information about guns, guns, guns. Guns times three. Wow. Seriously, it's gun porn. The problem with all this useless info is that it takes any momentum the book is building and kills it. Dead. <laughs> one to the heart and one to the head. Okay. Two to the body, one to the head is you know, normally how it goes, but going right for that head, respect. Uh, sure, some readers may like this technical stuff, but it's supposed to be an escapism book, not a manual on how to operate your guns. Well, I wouldn't recommend using the novels as a manual on how to operate your guns. I'd recommend going somewhere like Thunder Ranch or to the SIG Academy and really putting some, some time, energy, and effort into it. So um, that's my recommendation to you. Uh, here we go. Reese is a remarkable soldier, a sailor, but okay. Uh, but never actually does anything. Ooh, once again, don't tell Amazon. I guess they have Chris Pratt running around doing nothing for eight episodes. Yikes. Yeah. Please don't tell them. All right, here we go. And I'll say this is the same person. Also, lots of patriotism in this book. Hmm, maybe he's friends with that other guy, which opted to go in the lines of, and these in quotes, which is interesting because this isn't actually in the book, uh, Americans are good, the rest of the world is evil, and everyone hates us, unquote. Uh, well, that's not a quote from the book, but thanks for putting it in here, as if it is. Seriously, haven't we had enough of this BS already? What, patriotism? Of course, all the women are attractive. Not all of them. I wonder if you actually read this book, but there are a couple. Give you that. Was it too much to ask for an entertaining thriller without this kind of nonsense? That's a political thriller, so uh, perhaps choose a different genre. Okay, one star, zero, to be honest. <laughs> really disappointing. <laughs> All right, well, let me put some time into that review. All right, here we go. Wow, this one's really long. So over a page, almost a page and a half. Let's see what this person has to say. Let's see. It's often considered a faux pas to leave anything less than an absolutely glowing review if you are an author. Oh, this person's an author. Wonderful. He's, oh, it says he's an author in the indie author world. Okay, great. In this case, Mr. Carr will likely never read my review. 
And it certainly won't put a dent in his popularity and sales. Hey, you never know. Every little bit counts. And really how this uh, all came about was a, uh, a word of mouth deal that uh, started well before I was on Rogan or Tucker or uh, Chris Pratt announced anything about the series. And, and I do really like that. I like that I didn't get invited on those shows uh, until after uh, Savage Sun hit the New York Times list, then the other ones hit the, the New York Times list as well. Um, but it's very cool because all of this came from word of mouth, from people taking a risk on me as a new author, and then telling a friend, uh, leaving a review, although I like this. Uh, but, but that's what really what did it. It's, uh, it's veterans, it's hunters, it's tactical shooters, it's readers uh, that, uh, that took a risk on me and, uh, and got the book out there and really spread the word. So I'll never forget that. And it's, it's sincerely appreciated. Um, let's see, here we go. I have friends that, well, cool. Anyway, absolutely loved this book that initially got me interested in it. Then I read the one and two star reviews and was concerned. I met Jack Carr in person and he was a nice enough guy. What does the terminal list do right? The action is top notch. Thank you. A little positivity in there. And it's clear that Carr's experience as a special warfare operator translates well into the page. When bullets start flying, the reader is immersed in the firefight. Thank you. That is very, very kind. What does it do wrong? Ooh, a lot more there. The whole rest of this thing, actually. Uh, let's see. The scene where Reese loses his team, zero buildup. I think of the 2004 Tom Jane version of The Punisher, a man driven solely by revenge. He's not smiling. He's not cracking jokes. He's still reeling from the death of his family. Reese acts a lot like the death of his family is well behind him, and it's noticeably jarring. Maybe you missed that chapter where he almost takes his own life there on the couch. But uh, hey, that's how it goes. And I won't finish reading this because it'll just bore the people listening. Okay, here we go. Uh, let's jump forward to the devil's hand here. This is uh, this is the devil's hand. Yeah. So I'm going to say the names because it's like. First name, won't say the last name. So I think that makes it more personal here. Let's see. Uh, this is from Corey. All right, Corey, thanks. Uh, the story might actually be interesting if Jack Carr wasn't such a terrible writer. Well, that's not very nice. The first book was enjoyable to read and I was able to overlook his flaws. Not taking any of this personally, Corey, don't worry. The second book was a significant step down, but not completely awful. <laughs> All right, a little bit of a silver lining, okay. The third book was just plain bad, and the characters just made me roll my eyes every time we heard about the Hastings and their perfect rich family. Now I see, Corey. Now I get it. I decided to give this one a go, The Devil's Hand. But I set my expectations low. All right, you're going for the, going for the fourth one, glutton for punishment. My God, was that a mistake. I'm done with this series. Well, I appreciate you giving it a shot for all four thus far published novels. Uh, thank you. Not for you. I get it. Thanks for taking the time to let everybody else know that. Okay, this one's from Michael. I didn't read the first three books, but I decided to give this one a read anyway because I saw an interview where the author expressed his ignorant views about leftism on the increasingly crappy Joe Rogan experience. Oh, well, I'm not going to tell Joe because I don't want to hurt his, his feelings. And wouldn't uh, my ignorant views on leftism on an increasingly crappy podcast um, make you not want to get the book? Anyway, thanks for getting it. 
this book is really just a bunch of right-wing propaganda. I'm curious if you actually read the book because the bad guys are Republicans, but regardless, here we go. Okay. You've got some anti-gun control propaganda in there. Propaganda, uh, also known as facts, but okay. Uh, there's also a character who is basically a war profiteer and John Birch Society type wingnut who whines about cancel culture and says things like, Breitbart was right. Well, I mean, for you, this guy was a bad guy, but regardless. I ended up not finishing the whole thing because it was so bad and so right-wing, it made me sick. Yes, don't read any further novels in my series. I do not, I'm concerned for your health and I do not want you to be sick. Here's one from Breck. All right. Jack Carr, I am sorry, but this book just isn't very good. Breck, points for honesty. I've read all four novels in the James Reese series. Thank you. Uh, the first was horribly bad. <laughs> okay, but you stuck with it because you say the second, okay. The third was pretty decent. Man, tough reviewer. But this one is just really, really bad. Two reallys. The plot is unoriginal with massive holes. Oh, I'm sure the scientists and doctors uh, that I consulted in bioweapons and bioweapon medical research will be happy to hear that. The characters have had almost no development in four novels. And if I read, have to read about his branded Winkler. This. Are you referring to this, Breck? <laughs> All right. Winkler, Sitka, Sig. Breck, you should turn this off right now. I'm telling you. Or Solomon, definitely. Turn this off, etc. Crap! One more time, I'm going to be sick. I get it. He's trying to find his way after leaving the SEAL teams. Trying to trying to find my way. Life's a journey, but it's so obvious he's now on track. Where he turns out one book every twelve months, regardless of how poorly and unoriginal it is. His Instagram followers, fueled by cool pictures of sweet gear, will buy this crap every single year. Well. That's not very thoughtful of you, Breck, but uh, I recommend you stop following me on social channels. Don't go to officialjackcar.com and read anything. And definitely do not buy book five in the blood coming in 2022. Don't pre-order it, Breck. I'm warning you. Don't do it. And one more here. This is Fred Errer. Okay. Uh, sick, manipulative, right-wing propaganda. The sort of book that really makes me fear for the future. Definitely do not buy anything else uh, in the James Reese series. And probably don't watch the Amazon Prime video series either. It's, uh, yeah, you're not going to like it. Okay, that was so much fun. <laughs> if you want to counter any of these, go to Amazon, go to wherever you leave book reviews. And uh, hey, maybe leave a, a good one. Any of your favorite authors would appreciate you taking the time to do that. It really, really means a lot to us. So, uh, so thank you. And uh, thank you. To all these negative reviewers who uh, give me some pretty good material to work with. And I'll, right now, take all that uh, negativity and toss it where it belongs. Okay. It is time for the books. So each month, talk about typically six books that uh, impacted me at some point uh, during my journey, uh, either as a combat leader, uh, as an author, a husband, a father, um, citizen. 
And uh, I talk about six of them, talk about where I was when I read them, how they impacted me. But uh, this month, I'm going to do something a little bit different. And I picked seven books that I think all Americans should read in 2021. Uh, so I know that's a lot to read, seven before the end of the year. So you might just want to pick two. And out of this seven, I'll let you know in a moment which two I recommend. But um, yeah, seven books. And, you know, they're not all books, obviously, but uh, let's start with this one, the Bible. And with everything going on in the world right now, how uh, divisive uh, social media encourages us to be, um, and the what seem to be irreconcilable differences uh, between both sides of the political aisle, um, maybe it's a good time to revisit this, particularly uh, Matthew and the Sermon uh, on the Mount, where uh, we get the golden rule. What is the golden rule? Do your kids know it? Treat others as you would like to be treated or some variation thereof, depending on the translation. But uh, Holy Bibles, particularly particularly that uh, uh, that Sermon on the Mount in Matthew uh, might be a good one to, to revisit as it's, uh, I don't know, as, as things are just, I don't know, it's hard to or how do you put it into words? Uh, how how mean people can be on on social media, and how it, it encourages us to just go for the throat. So uh, try to realize what's happening there, and uh, maybe take some time away from the social channels and uh, and revisit some of this advice. So right there, the Bible, probably a good thing to read. Talking to strangers, Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, once again, if you've been, I've had this on the reading list before, and if you've been following me for a while, you know what a fan I am of Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, he's an incredible guy. I hope to have him on the podcast at some point. But um, there's a here's his line at the end. I mean, it's very very simple here. Because we do not know how to talk to strangers, what do we do when things go awry with strangers? We blame the stranger. So yeah, it's just interesting how in in this particular book how it came out in 2019 um, before things started to uh, go haywire, obviously with COVID and a summer of uh, uh, of insanity and this crazy political season and things that are going on now. But um, talking to strangers, very important book, especially as told through the lens uh, that that Malcolm Gladwell applies. So uh, check it out, talking to strangers, Malcolm Gladwell. Constitution of the United States of America. And don't just look it up online. I encourage everybody to get a hardcover copy of the Constitution and put it in a place of honor in the house. Um, one, because it's important. And two, for kids, it shows that hey, it's different than these other things that you're just going to look up online and then go on to the next thing uh, that you're distracted by. Um, get this put it in the house. You can also grab the Declaration of Independence um, and put them next to each other in the house and set it above all those other things that, uh, that we look at online on a daily basis. But it's not very long. You can read this. And I suspect that some members of Congress have not read this document. Um, I believe others may have read it, may have skimmed it, and then look at it as, a, as an impediment to uh, more power that they uh, want to grab from the American people. And remember, those people in Congress 
the president. They are our elected officials. They are our employees. Um, and they should probably read this document, as should every citizen. So I uh, encourage you to read this with your kids. Uh, don't just leave it up to the school system to uh, to take a day or two days to uh, to go through different parts of the Constitution that the uh, and then talk about it in in a way that the, that the teacher seems fit. Do this as a family. It's important. Constitution of the United States of America. Get it. All right. The Afghanistan Papers. So as you can tell, I made some notes on this one. This just recently came out by Craig Whitlock. Uh, he's going to be a guest on the podcast. By the time this video drops, I think he will already have been a guest on the podcast. But I'm so looking forward to talking to him. Uh, read this book, obviously made my notes. And what so what, what he did here is the Washington Post had to sue uh, the federal government uh, under the Freedom of Information Act uh, for access to some files that were not classified, but uh, that the government didn't want to turn over. And what these files have are interviews with different people at all all levels. But what is very interesting and very telling are the interviews with these senior level officials and these senior level generals who say one thing to the American public, say one thing to Congress, say one thing to their troops, and then are interviewed for what is now called the Afghanistan Papers uh, and talk about how they really don't know what's going on. Um, it's just incredible. Uh, so every American should read this, particularly this year with uh, the withdrawal that we all watched in August. And uh, if you're wondering uh, why we went to Afghanistan in the first place, uh, a lot of us thought that was pretty clear. But what became increasingly unclear is why we stayed there for 20 years, that mission creep, um, that mission drift, and, uh, and why senior level leaders were never held accountable. Uh, there is one that was, in here, and you can read about that in the Afghanistan papers. But why was he fired? Not for incompetence. No, because he told the truth about the war. That gets you fired. Um, not losing wars uh, and wasting the lives of America's sons and daughters and our national treasure. So anyway, Afghanistan papers, read this book. Can't stress that strongly enough. Ayn Rand. Atlas Shrugged. Have you read it? Do not be intimidated by how thick this is. Think of it as uh, you can use this as a, as a doorstop or as a weapon if you need to. But it, it is a thick book, it, uh, but it is one that every American needs to read. Um, if you haven't read it, if you've been putting it off, make this your year. Uh, I encourage people in junior high, high school for sure, college for Sure. Uh, and anybody out of college or in the workforce that didn't go to college, doesn't matter. Read this book. All citizens should read this book. Obviously, better to read it a little earlier on um, and then revisit it later in life. But if you're already later in life, it's not too late. Read this book. Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. All right. 1984. If you can't figure out why I'm recommending this book this year, um, well, then you need, I definitely need to read it. So I'll read one passage here, and I think I've done this before, but, uh, and I've had this on the reading list before as well. And it says, every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book has been re rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street and building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And that process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party 
is always right. Read it. Okay. And three felonies a day. Once again, I've had this on the reading list before. I think it was written in 2009, if memory serves, but I've had this on the reading list before. Once again, so important. And really the theme of this book is, and it's by Harvey A. Silver Glate, uh, is that the average person gets up, goes to work, has lunch, comes home, has dinner, tucks the kids into bed, goes to sleep. And throughout the course of that day, unbeknownst to them, they've committed three felonies because of how many laws are on the books and how broadly those laws have been written by design. So definitely read this uh, if you have not yet, um, those seven. But if you if you think seven is a little too much, understand, it can be a little bit overwhelming. What are the two that I would most highly recommend this year? Uh, whoa. I'm going to pick those up because those have some of the books that I want to recommend. Okay, if you can only do two, if you can only do two. Boom. Atlas Shrugged and the Afghanistan Papers. Read these this year. Gift them to your kids this year. And uh, yeah, I think it'll add for a better foundation moving forward from which to make decisions and uh, hopefully apply a little wisdom to the problem sets we're dealing with as a country. So anyway, those are the ones that I would recommend if you can only can read two. All right. That was everything. That is the October video update. Thank you so much for tuning in. Once again, you can go to officialjackcar.com, see what I have going on there. You can go to Jack Car USA for the merch. I think hats are inbound. There's a bunch of other stuff you can check out on there as well. Be sure to leave a five-star rating and review if you like the podcast. And pre-order in the blood coming in 2022. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Sincerely appreciate it. Take care out there. Stay strong. Keep fighting. In case you missed it, on a recent episode of Danger Close, an Ironclad original, Jack Carr sat down with former presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard. Set aside all the labels, mm. you know, oh, well, because I've been getting asked this a lot, like, well, are you left or are you right? Are you progressive or are you conservative? What box do you fit in? Exactly, Which box do you check? Completely. Are you an enemy or right, right. An how, Like, what filter should I use when I'm looking at you? And, like, I've always been an independent-minded person. Mm. Always. Be sure to check out the full interview wherever you get your podcasts.